developing a cold? You're recovering from a cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, God, I was like, I got sick last weekend, and then I was out for like two days. And uh, I like the next two days, I went to work, and I was still basically sick, but well enough to be able to suffer through eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yesterday, I was feeling good, but then I had a I had already scheduled to work a double last night, so I had to work uh, sixteen. Had enough time to get home, sleep, and then pick up the day the kiddo. So yeah, yeah, I, I haven't had any damn chance to really rest, but I did spend a. While I was sick, I, I really didn't feel like doing anything but laying in TV and making Hulu go. Mm-hmm. And I discovered a couple of really great shows that I've fallen in love with. Like what? Because uh, we, we're always in the market for new shows. Yeah. Uh, the first one, I, I, I told you about it. I don't know if you got to watch it, but it's a Australian show called Danger 5. <laughs> Fucking A, Danger 5. Have you watched any of the episodes yet? I watched, uh, yeah, when you, the, when you sent me the uh, YouTube trailer for Danger 5, mm-hmm. I got on YouTube and watched uh, The Diamond Girls. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a free web series. It's like in five parts, and it's about the length of, a, of an episode. It's actually a prequel to the regular series. Mm-hmm. Um but explain what the the premise is behind Danger Five. Those worlds, well, Hitler, yeah, is there yeah. doing Hitler? It's a, it's like a, I'd say what six, late sixties, sixties spy show, sixties <laughs> spy show about World War Two, com- comedy complete, just like satirical, or it's a complete spoof of yeah. that time period. But it's so good, and the tra- like the trailer I watched was a, like a five fucking minute trailer uh, for the whole for whatever it was, and there's like stop animation dinosaur Nazi dinosaurs running around, <laughs> and immediately I was sold on it, and it's bloody, it is yeah, so oh, it's bloody, ridiculous. Um, are you familiar with Italian Spider Man? Yes. Okay, the guys who did Italian Spider Man are behind this. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, they they originally. They were doing Italian Spider-Man as a web series, and for those who haven't seen it, Italian Spider-Man is kind of is a parody of like those weird like Turkish Superman mm-hmm. uh, knockoff movies you from foreign markets, well foreign where they've the escaped US. copyright law, yeah, and, and claim it as their own. They've transformed the like known characters into like weird, bizarre versions of themselves. In this case, Italian Spider-Man is like this skeezy, overweight. Dude who kind of looks like Ron Jeremy wearing like a domino mask and dressed like in a red sweatshirt mm-hmm. who goes around um, like fighting bad guys. Who's the bad guy in that? It's like a, like a luchador looking dude. Yeah. It's like a masked like guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name. But it, it's like all this really bad cheesy parody of a foreign film that's intentionally goofy and bad. Yeah, that's similarly yeah. With, with Danger 5. Yeah, and, and Danger 5 <laughs> is set in World War Two, but it's done in the style of a, like a 1960s spy TV show. Yeah. But it has like this Thunderbirds aesthetic where there's like model shots and the effects Yeah, like whenever are, they're flying in an airplane, it's obviously model airplane with yeah. strings and little model tanks running through. The build, it, it, there's so many like buildings will explode mm-hmm. and it's obviously a model with a toy yeah. car that flies away but it, it's so authentic to that 1960s style mm-hmm. TV show but it's batshit insane it, it, it works on like bizarro world logic If it felt like it should have been on Adult Swim yeah and, and I wouldn't I it came out in like 2012 so I'm surprised it hasn't been 
Mm-hmm. But it is right now on Hulu, and not even Hulu Plus. It's on basic Hulu. Hulu. You can watch all six episodes. Now, they recently uh, filmed a second season of that. Oh, nice. That was supposed to come out this year, but um, because of like the shit going on with ISIS and stuff like that, I guess the, uh, the network uh, putting it out decided that uh, they wanted to shelve it for the time being. Well, ISIS has nothing to do with... A 1960s, 1940s TV well, show. this is the thing. The second season is actually set in the 80s. Oh, was so it New Danger 5? Yeah, but it's, no, it's the same Danger 5. Oh. I don't understand. It, but that's the thing is, like, if you say you understand anything going on in Danger 5, you're lying because nothing makes <laughs> fucking sense. It's just insane <clears throat> shit. Uh, one of my no, favorite- okay, I like that concept then because, yeah. because then that would be like, it'd be the same way that, you know, like the Fantastic Four never age. Yeah, you know, well, Batman never ages. So, like, if but Danger Five was a comic book, it would always be, you know, yeah, these that people shifting it, continuity where Spider Man is like, you know, started in the '60s and then, like, you know, he by the late '70s he was in college, you know, mm-hmm. in college. In the in the past school. fifty years, it has gone He's, about ten years. Ten years, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that sliding scale where the whole Marvel universe has existed for maybe like 10, 15 years. Yep. Um, but Danger Five Two is set in the eighties, but it, it, it's most of the same cast except they recast one of the characters. Which I'll show you the, the trailer for season two is out. Okay, and we'll watch that later on. But it, it's absolutely insane, and it, again, it's done in the style of an eighties TV show this time. Although they they still like an eight team kind of show, sort of. But yeah, I mean, there's tons of like eighties, uh, like the effects, the style of shooting, everything like that. Everything looks like an eighties show. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's a it's an amazing show. Uh, look up Danger Five trailer um, for series one and two. Look up the Diamond Girls, which is a five part series, which is basically an episode. And then again, it's on <coughs> Basic Hulu for free. Mm-hmm. All six episodes. Check it the fuck out, well, man. Yeah, it, you don't even have to be paying. You know, love or hate Hulu, you don't even have to pay for it to watch it. No, you, I mean the all you have to do is like uh, pop it in your web browser. I got some problems with Hulu. Uh oh. You got just, beef with Hulu, or well, it's, it might, not it's also beef with my PlayStation being problematic with Hulu. Have you tried like uh, like deleting the app and reinstalling it? Yes, I have. Oh, that's disappointing. I mean, I my, it's working with me. I mean, I use halfway it. through any episode I watch of anything on Hulu, it'll go to a black screen saying critical error, but the audio still plays, and then we would have to keep resetting our PlayStation. That's weird as fuck because I don't. I've never had that problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's always been the case with us. Mm. And like, so we'll get halfway through an episode, and then we it'll pop up critical error. Generally, when something dramatic is about to happen, and then we have to run up and try to reset the PlayStation because there's no backing out of that. <sighs> that sucks. Does it work on? Have you gotten that Chromecast from Walt? Not yet. Walt, uh, Walt who is not here. Yeah, by the way, bitch. welcome to Airport Road, the podcast. Hey, uh, we're back after a month or so of hiatus. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, 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 maybe a month or so. I hope you guys enjoyed episode one of Dungeons and Dragon Bears, <laughs> which we'll talk about. Yep. But um, yeah, Walt's not here. Uh, Steven is not here. It's just me and Aaron. It's just Ben, me, and Aaron. Yep, me. Because Walt and Steven have sickness, babies, work, other. Commitments, bullshit. Me, yeah, nothing. Just bullshit excuses. Yeah, I mean, I got commitments. I got a cage full of five rats over there. Yeah, I mean, and that's... one of them's looking at us. <gasps> one of them is looking at the tail. Oh, look, he's, he's grooming his hay. Oh, his, his little hands are scrubbing his nose. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, we got commitments, but we're here recording a podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, we make time, and it's because we love you. Walt and Steven really don't give a fuck. They're using you guys. They're riding our coattails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, when shopping on Amazon wish lists, 
we're the ones that matter. But um, no, no, I have five rats over there, and uh, at first I thought gross because they're fucking rats. Rats are cool, man. Yeah, and now they're awesome. They're like little dog cat parrots. They're very social. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, even more so than like better than mice and stuff like that. They they oh fuck a mouse, yeah. fuck a mouse. I got bit by a mouse once. Yeah, well, we all have. Yeah, but uh, the price we pay for fucking with mice. Yeah, no, but you can just set them on your shoulder and they'll just chill mm-hmm. for hours and then poop a little bit. But I mean, whatever. I've been pooped on before. Yeah, it's the price you pay. It's really weird because she'll let my uh, my pre wife the Binks over there will let the, she'll let the rat. The rats, apparently, when they accept you into their rat tribe, their rat pack, they'll open, they'll lick your mouth as a method of cleaning. That's... So, like, I guess, like, a rat with his rat homies, like, they'll just, like, push the other one down and lick the inside of his mouth to clean it. Similarly, like, dogs will lick each other's ears and shit. Is that, like, hazing or something? It's, like, an initiation thing? Should... I think it's a, a showing of affection. So, like, she'll just be sitting there, and the rat will walk up to her mouth, use its tiny little clawed hands, pry her mouth open, and then lick her teeth. And she'll let it happen. Why? Why? It's cute. It's, it's, it's not it's, cute. It's kind of gross. Yeah, I love rats, but that's gross. <laughs> and, same thing as letting a dog lick Yeah, no, I'm not going to let a... She, she just said it's the same as letting a dog lick you. I'm not going to let I'm, a dog lick me in the mouth, yeah, either. I, I, she just said his tongue See, is tiny. But you're getting transitive, like, rat ge- uh, like germs and shit like that, you know, from her. So you're infected. What do you care? Yeah, it doesn't, yeah I might as well just let... I'll just swallow a rat. Fuck yeah, it now. Yeah. Let it shit directly into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, she's saving a lot of money on AIM toothpaste. It's like a little pilot fish. <laughs> <laughs> but no, having rats is, inter- is an interesting experience. Yeah, I, I like rats. I used to have them way back in the day. I wouldn't mind one, but I have two cats, and that would just... And a dog thing. that likes to hump, and a child. Yeah. So that, you have enough things that, uh... You have enough just responsibility. Just clear, the child does not like to hump. He's a little too young for that, and I don't even know what I'd do with that. Though... He decided to grab random blankets and just start banging away at it. I'd be... Your child? Yeah, I'd be highly disturbed by that. I think counseling would what be, was it? uh... Girl, g- guy penis in girl butt? Is that oh, what he's... Uh, <laughs> Throwback. Um, yeah, let's not talk about that. That's still like uncomfortable and weird. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, you're eight. Stop. But the uh, two of us are uh, recovering from colds. I still yeah. have a bit of uh, a cough, so apologies if I cough in the mic. You may notice our voices are slightly sexier. Oh yeah. yeah. We're also uh, that also might be because we're actually using a microphone to record this episode instead of uh, a cell phone. Yeah, I've had this mic for like two fucking years, but I've always kept it at home. I use it to record Radio Detroit on and. Uh, the I think we finally kind of got fed up with the quality of the phone recording, and this is I mean listen it's fancier. To it. We used it to record Dungeons and Dragons Bears yeah. the last episode, which you may have noticed. Well, maybe we should talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. How do you enjoy? Uh, well, when's the last time you played D anD D? Ooh, the last time I actually played D anD D. Oh six, two thousand six, maybe. Okay, I thought you said I was six. I'm like, holy shit. No, it was probably two thousand six. It was before. Well, it was before three point or Dungeons and Dragons three point five. Okay, so 3.0 or... Yep. Okay. So around when 3.0 came out, maybe... I, for, we maybe probably a, played together, I think. Yeah, with BJ's yeah. house? Yeah, I don't know if I played you, with BJ. I played with Walt running a thing. I don't know. Didn't you? Pl- didn't at one point you play a dwarf named Kern? Yeah, I did. Okay, okay. then I played yeah. with you. Okay, yeah. yeah. You played a dwarven cleric named Kern, I think. I don't think I was a cleric. I think I was like a, a, a war fighter. Yep, that's mm-hmm. the one. 
Uh, so it's been a quite some time, and the new 5th edition Dra- Dungeons & Dragons, I skipped 4th. I didn't play any of 4th. I skipped 4th, too. 5th uh, plays smooth. I hope I hope it came across smooth in the in the podcast. I, I don't listen back to anything that, I, uh, that I'm on. I, I thought it... it, it... I mean, I, I edited that one, and I thought it, it went really well. I, there wasn't really any slowdown, and the, the, I think the one or two times we had to actually, like, reference the player's handbook for something, we trimmed that out, so. But it, it I mean, the combat went really well. We, uh, we had a good session. Um, yeah. Should we spoil what happened to our characters, even though people are going to be listening to that? No, no, no. Okay. We won't, because we got two more episodes of Dungeons & Dragon Bears in the bank that we're going to post. Yep. Uh... I'll get on that episode too soon. I'm sorry, that's my fault. I, it's okay. We've been sick. slacking and all. Everyone's been sick yeah. and having babies or pets or some work. rats, rats, Being some sort of thing going on. So there was one more show that I watched while I was sick. Okay, uh, this one is Garth uh, Marenghi's Dark Place. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes, it, it's a uh, like a Channel Four show, uh, like uh, in England, and the. The concept is it's a lost show from like the the late '80s that was kind of like Stephen King ish. It was uh, a very Stephen King esque character, like this horror writer who's very super full of himself, writes like just pumps out all these books. Who wrote, uh, directed, and starred in this story about a uh, hospital where these that's basically built over a hell mouth and all these supernatural oh, nice. things happen. But it's done, again, in the style of a 1980s show, complete with, like, terrible effects, like, terrible editing, shitty acting, mm. and uh, it's it's really fucking great. It lasted one series, again, it's like, six <coughs> episodes. That one's on Hulu, but you can find every, like, the full episode, every single one on YouTube if you search for, like, Garth, or just search for Dark Place. Uh, it, it's really damn funny. It's just... Again, absurd and ridiculous, and it's um, kind of peppered with these modern interviews. The, conce- the, the concept is, is that they filmed this show during the late 80s, and then the network basically said this is... They filmed 50 episodes, the network decided never to air it, and uh, the guy, the author, Garth Marenghi, is... By the way, whose name is an anagram for Arg Nightmare. Ah. Um, he, uh, he was very pissed about it, but now because... Uh, the, the network has asked him to put like release some of these shows so these are uh, now he's in 2004 he's bringing back these shows from like you know 15 years before and showing them so they the show time. interviews plus the yeah episode. interviews with the actors who played and, and uh, two of the two of the main characters are from the IT crowd if you're familiar with that I've heard of it uh, Richard uh, a, I don't know how I got. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Richard A. Aoldi or something like that. And the guy who plays the son of the CEO of the company, the IT crowd, too, is a, is one of the doctors at the hospital. Oh, cool! But it, it's fantastic. Again, you can find all six episodes on YouTube along with some of the, the latest things. Sadly, I can't find DVD sets for either Danger Five or um, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place because those are. To- I totally drop cash on those. Yeah, it, it's become an important a part a point for me though. The la- last movie I bought was Godzilla. Yeah. The last movie before that, I can't remember what I bought. Because <laughs> I think, like, even Godzilla, like, I bought the new the, the Godzilla Blu-ray, and I didn't even have, I've yet to watch the Blu-ray. 
I just put uh, in the digital code and, and mm. streamed it every time since. By the way, I, we can share Voodoo accounts with each other. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, like, stuff that's on my library. I, you can share it with up to, like, I think, like, four or five people. Oh, nice. I think I, like, tried to set you up with that, but that was before you, like, you had ever used Voodoo, and you are like, oh, I don't know using it. You were giving me the codes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, that'd be cool. We should link our accounts, because yeah, I have, be, like, 20 movies or something. Yeah, we, we can do that, uh, like, in between this episode. Okay, yeah. But, um, no, it's just, I don't know if... I, I completely see, you know, the whole digital streaming movie yeah. collection, which is great, and it saves room, even though part of me wants that physical copy. But and there's good sales, too. I mean, and I, you don't, most of the time you don't get the bonus features, but like... Godzilla, I got, you did. Uh, all yeah. of the, except for the comment, if I don't know if, the, know if there was commentary, but mm. all of the special features were released on yeah, the, the featurettes, and, and some of them do that, but I, I got all... Like all eight of the Harry Potter movies in HD for five bucks a piece during a sale. I mean, they have good bad. sales. I've gotten like HD movies like shit, like Sin City and stuff like that for like seven bucks. I'm like, fuck yeah! I don't need the special features on that. I don't care about the commentary track. But I did really like the Sin City extended edition though. I don't know if I saw the extended edition. Oh, uh, it was nice. They huh. added a bunch of shit. Oh, huh. yeah. have to check that out sometime. But yeah, and it, that's it's... a shame though about Sin City too. Yeah, it's you just, know, I did, I still as much as I want to care, I don't care. I don't either. And it, the problem is, is it took too long, man. You know, if it had come out five years ago, mm-hmm. I would be like, shit, yeah, New Sin City. And I know the first one did decent, but yeah, I think it made a lot more money. I mean, it did okay, but then once the DVDs hit, I think people went apeshit on that movie. Yeah, I'm just surprised. That, I mean, it just took too long to to get it funded or to get it produced or whatever. I, I'll see it eventually when it hits Netflix, but I'm just in no fucking rush, and I, I like the first one a lot. Even when it pops on Netflix, I'm, if it popped on Netflix right now, uh, there's a bunch of other shit I'd probably watch before yeah. I'd watch Sin City Two, which yeah. is a shame because I lo- I want to I want to really like Sin City Two. Yeah, and again, I haven't seen it. I mean, very well, maybe cool, but I, and this is like a common, you know, a common thing I've heard from a lot of people. It's like. Yeah, I, I wish I cared more, you know, about Sin City too. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh well, you know, fuck it. Um, you seen any other new movies besides Godzilla? Yeah, no. no. I've been watching a lot of. Uh, I, I stole Walt's Amazon Prime account, oh. so I've been watching a lot of Amazon Prime. So I'm caught up on Workaholics, <laughs> which is a hilarious show. I need to watch that. And oh, there's another show we were watching. I don't know, just a bunch of fucking TV shows. Man. Um. I saw I saw somebody cut together an animated open for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like oh, yeah? if if the animated series in the Bruce Tim style oh, actually shit. was made, somebody recently put made a you know a little cartoon open for that show. I think I have that bookmark to watch later, but I didn't sit down and watch it. Yet. It's cute. They were gonna uh, at one point do a Buffy animated series. I mm-hmm. think they like did like a, a, sh- a short pilot or something for it, but it just never. It was supposed to be like a slightly younger Buffy or something like that. Yeah, you can see, uh, I think if you look online, they have um, like episode listings of what the ep- first season was going to be mm. and the character art. And I think Bruce Tim had a hand in it. Mm. So it looked really cool, but uh, I guess finally, well, now somebody got bored enough to actually flash <laughs> animate or, you know, I don't know. I think it's flash animation. Just flash animate the yeah. entire, like like an open for it. Which I, 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 well, I'm hoping that maybe that'll spur enough attention for them to make one crappy season of an animated Buffy show, mm. even if it is not continuing the storyline, 
which I don't really care if they continue. To, I have. It had you, a good ending. Did you read any of the comics? I dropped off on season yeah, eight. Of I think Buffy I watched comic. like a little bit of like season eight, and it, is it into like nine now or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Yeah, I'd kind of dropped off because it had such a good ending. I didn't question where the show was going to go. I was fine with where it ended. You know, Angel, I could see like that. That ended on a like, oh fuck. And that comic yeah. was terrible. Yeah, I as much as I wanted to read that's, Angel that's season dumb. six, that's a bummer. <clears throat> I got, I kept wanting to. Man, thirteen issues in, I was just like, "Fuck this!" Mm. I'm just fucking dropped off. I couldn't do it. Too bad. So thanks, thanks Fox. Was it Fox? No. Yeah, it was Fox. Wait, who? I think it started. Fox put out the DVDs. It was WB. I think it didn't start on Fox and then it moved to WB. Or, no. no, it started on WB and then it moved to like UPN. That was that was Buffy. Yeah, but WB. Still oh, had we're talking about yeah, Angel. Yeah, yeah. But okay. then for some reason, Fox put out the DVDs, mm. or something like that. I think it was like a 20th, 20th century Fox television production that got sold to WB. Ah, uh, yes, that's it. Maybe I don't know. This Either way, Angel was a good show. I need to go back and rewatch Buffy. Uh, I started. I went back and rewatched some of Buffy. Because uh, it's all on Amazon or Hulu or Netflix, one of those, and uh, it it's starting. It, it, it's definitely dated, but uh, it's still enjoyable. But it's it's not as enjoyable as it was when I last watched it, like four or five years ago. I wonder how old Connor should be before he watches Buffy and Angel. Maybe like ten, eleven. Um, yeah, maybe eleven or twelve, probably. Yeah. I mean, younger than that, it might be scary at times, but also he's not going to get what's going on, like because there is some complex. A fairly adult relationships going on, or something mm-hmm. that you know a more adult mind would have to comprehend. Yeah, and I mean there is the whole like story arc in season two where Buffy decides to boink Angel and causes him to lose his soul. Oh, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for a show that came out in '97. Something like yeah. Something <coughs> I remember when Buffy first aired. I think it was in middle school. I didn't get to watch any of it until season four because I'd never had WB mm-hmm. on our local. Whatever. Yeah, I saw the first episode because I remember watching the movie and I was like, oh, it's a TV show now. And I didn't give a shit at all. <laughs> but then the, go back and watch the first season. You the won't first give season, a shit. No, there's a couple good episodes, I guess, but nothing really amazing. It isn't until season two that that show grows the beard. Middle of season like, two. It starts off pretty good. I think two is where it starts off. That's where you start giving a fuck. Um, yeah, it, it, season one's weak, but shit. Angel started off strong. I thought season oh, one of Angel, Angel started off running right out of the gate, but generally, they established I think, those characters. Generally, I think Angel's better than Buffy. Yeah. Except I, for, like, season three and four, where you had the whole Connor Cordelia mm, storyline. Mm. Yep, this is our Buffy and Angel podcast. <laughs> I'm hoping anyone who listens appreciates what Buffy and Angel is. Yeah. And if you don't, you should probably watch Buffy and Angel. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to watch Buffy and Angel when I first heard about it, but then Walt made me, and it was the best thing ever. I'm pretty sure that shit's like on Hulu Plus and it's on... Uh, I think it's on Amazon and, Prime and It might Netflix. be on Netflix too, so it's got to be easy to get a hold of Buffy and Angel at this point. Do it, man. I'm pretty sure the box set's like 50 bucks for the entire Buffy. Yeah, set. yeah, you can get that. They're apparently, uh, they remastered it in HD and they're coming out with Blu-rays. Mm. Uh, I think the HD is going to be airing like on one of the cable networks, uh, the, like, the, big, nice. the remastered version. And, uh, yeah, but I guess it's eventually coming to Blu-ray. It might be worth double-dipping. I, I wonder if it's going to be full-screen. I don't know. I, I probably... That's the downside, but <coughs> at least it's going to look... It supposedly looks better than the DVD versions. Nice. So that's cool. You know, hey. I, um... I have some news here. Hmm. Some news. What do we have? 
Oh my. Okay, uh, I read some some stuff about the Fantastic Four reboot. Yeah, I I have no clue what this is. So tell tell me about. Apparently, well, apparently, uh, they finished principal shooting. Oh, on it, really? Which, and still have yet. To I didn't realize they were that far along. That's what the thing I read said anyway. Hmm. But um, which, yeah, I guess they're keeping that shit under wraps because I've yet yeah. to see a costume photo except one picture of Doctor Doom that made me a little angry. We did see that like kind of like bust of the thing's head, yeah. uh, which I guess got confirmed. It did it. I don't know because the. It was tweeted from an account that claimed to be the director's, but it wasn't, like, verified at the time. And it was a fairly new account, so, I mean, if it was a troll, it was a, you know, fairly effective troll, but who knows. Yeah, but then, yeah. But then thinking back through every time, every, uh, any time a superhero movie comes out, you have a hundred different pictures popping up saying this is what they're going to look like. I mean, the only thing I ever heard about that was that's legit, and it never, I never heard about it getting debunked. I don't remember seeing that picture. I should look that up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you saw it. We posted it in the... Uh, I think you posted it in the fucking uh, uh, Google chat. Our, oh, our elite APR Google chat. Hmm. <laughs> that we... <coughs> that we bullshit on, like, every single day. But I saw... They posted that one picture of Doom a while back. Mm. Which, it's a production photo, so you don't know exactly what the cost is. That was, like, on like. a green screen set and shit, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And it was from far away, so... And it was, dur- obviously, during a fight choreography scene. Yeah. Because you had a dude in, like, spandex in front of him who uh, I'm assuming is the thing or something. Mm. So, if it is a fight choreography scene, he's probably not going to choreograph it in full armor, if he's wearing armor. Yeah, I mean, And who's to say how much of his costume is going to be CG and how much is... Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we don't really know for sure. But uh, what, the, the news I heard was that they changed the origin a bit. They're not going to space mm. to become the Fantastic Four. There's like a lab experiment that they got to open a doorway to another dimension. Like a Stargate or some shit? Yeah, and then like s- stuff comes out of it and hits them. Okay. So I'm, I'm cosmic ass- rays, I guess. Cosmic right. rays from I'm, I'm assuming cosmic rays from the negative zone, <laughs> or something to that nature. Yeah. That way they can tie in, you know, the negative zone and the nihilus and whoever the hell else they want to tie in. Uh, which uh, that could be an interesting if they if they if this does well and they decide to go sequels like have a cult like deal with the nihilus that would be really damn cool in the mm-hmm. negative zone. That's something that I don't believe is, was done in any of the movies. No, I don't even no. think they referenced the neg- negative zone in either of the. Yeah, and I, yeah, I keep reading more and more about it, and as more and more information comes out, and that uh, <coughs> it's supposed to be like a coming of age tale, so I guess they might be a bit, little bit younger. Huh. I guess, yeah, I Maybe. guess they might be a, a little bit younger than they were portrayed in the previous uh, movies. So are they, they going to be like fucking teenagers and shit? I, I think it says that the origin's closer to Ultimate Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. I mean, they were like college age at that. Yeah, I don't really know how. I, my impression was is that like. Sue and Johnny were like probably around like eighteen, nineteen, and Ben and Reed were probably like in their late twenties in, yeah. in six sixteen universe. But I don't know for sure. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, again, I love the Fantastic Four, so I'll give anything a shot and, to, and, and see if it's bad. <laughs> and as bad as the first two Fantastic Four movies were, I watched the shit they out of them moments, because that's man. the only, the the interaction between Johnny and Ben in yeah. those Fantastic Four movies was spot on. There was stuff that they got right. It was just most of it they didn't. You know. And I like the guy that they got to play for Mr. Fantastic. I didn't have much problem Ian's, with him. Uh, Ian Graffol or something like that, yeah. Ian I don't have much problem with him. The only other thing I remember from him from was that uh, King Arthur movie with uh, Clive Owen or whatever. This, he's, a, he's got a new show on ABC now called Forever, mm. where he plays a medical examiner. 
mm-hmm. who works for like the police or something. But two hundred years ago, he died, okay, and I then heard every, of that. every time he dies, he wakes up in the Hudson River naked. <laughs> so and he doesn't know why. So he keeps dying, like you know, like yeah. like just living his life, and then like will die in a war or get shot or something, and then show up in the Hudson River and be like, well. What now? <laughs> so I guess he's a medical examiner tr- helping the police figure out crime shit. And trying to figure out his own. And try to figure out how, to kill, how he can die. Hmm. So I've heard of that show. I haven't seen anything from it. I think the first episode just aired on ABC. Did you watch the first episode of Gotham? No. Me either. I wanted to talk about that. Uh, yeah, we, we'll have to watch that at some point. It's on Hulu Plus if you want to get it. The first episode of Agents of Shield season two was out, and oh man, that I got it, spoiled a little bit of uh, upcoming events in this season on uh-oh. while looking for entertainment stuff or geek news. Um, well, we won't talk about it on the podcast since like again, I, anyone is watching fucking Agents of Shield, and that's a shame because it's really damn good. Is really no one watching it? No, it's doing okay. It's just not doing as strong as it should be. Um, I, I, again, I. I I, a lot of that blame is because the first season was dealing with a lot of scheduling bullshit, the Winter Olympics, plus they had to wait until three quarters of the way through the season for the big uh, sync up with Winter Soldier, which I, I assume everyone knows by now, but just in case, we won't mention. Um, it, the first season uh, is out on DVD, Blu-ray. Uh, it, I think it came out the exact same day as Winter Soldier, which I need to pick up both of those. Yeah, at some point I'm going to watch all of, Ag- all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I know I'm going to like it. I just, it's really hard for me to get watch new things. Yeah. Well, it, hopefully it'll be on Netflix in the next, like, month or two, I guess. I thought it already was. I thought it should have been. I, I figured that they would have done that to, to pimp season two, but I guess they were hoping to move uh, Blu-ray sets before they do that. Yeah, I was assuming that Walking the new Walking Dead season would be on Netflix by now. Yeah. Because the new next Walking Dead season is about to start, and I wanted to watch the last episode again just to kind of refresh my memory. And, uh... Yeah, it's not anywhere to be found legally. Has it come out on, on Blu-ray DVD yet? I think it's about to, yeah. they That might be the thing. It might show up like a few months after. Just Normally they schedule that so it, it, they'll, they'll put up the season on one of the streaming services right around the time that the show's about to start. Yeah, I guess they're, they're just concerned about cannibalizing uh, DVD set sales. So that's yeah, too fucking bad because that's advertising for your damn you know, next season. Yeah, but they, yeah. So. I don't know, people still don't... I, I and people are gonna. I mean, people who are hardcore fans are still gonna buy. That's gonna fall over. Uh, they're still gonna buy um, the bo- You know, the DVD sets mm-hmm. for the special features and shit. But I don't know. Anyway, I'll watch some. Of, I'll watch Agents of Shield at some point. Soon. It's really good. And season two started all started right out of the gate strong. Man, uh, very cool. Absorbing Man was in it. And oh, nice. He's fucking badass. And he got the ball and chain and like for. A very brief moment. There is a very cool nod to it. The dude who's playing him is a great Crusher Creel man. He does, he does the job well. The that's effects, that's one of the things I heard that yeah. he shows up. And I saw pictures of another superhero that will show up at some point if she hasn't already. Who? Uh-huh. Mockingbird. Well, I think Mockingbird starting off at the least. I don't know if this is going to change, but I think she's like working for Hydra and shit initially. Oops, spoilers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's how she starts off. I don't know if they're going to like redeem her like she was in Thunderbolts mm-hmm. in the comics, which would be cool. She she's... married Hawkeye, right? No, wait, Mockingbird. I'm thinking of yeah. I'm thinking about Mockingbird, right? Uh, I don't know. She married. Didn't she marry Absorbing Man? Did or am she... I thinking of Galactus? Uh, no, shit. Mockingbird's the one with the little mask. Yeah. And she has had a, a sonic s- scream, doesn't she? 
No. I think it was. You're thinking of a Black Canary. Has a scream. But I thought Mockingbird had one. She might have a scream. I don't know. She died at some point and then came back during Secret Invasion. Yeah, because the the scroll of her died, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it's been too long (laughs) since I've watched that. So, Uh, yeah, and then she is married to Hawkeye, or she was. Or they were really close. Because they had a whole, like, Mockingbird and Hawkeye miniseries of them being reunited because yeah, Hawkeye was like were, was like leading the Thunderbolts for a while, so that yeah, that might be, I don't know. I don't really. Know. Uh, I Gotham, I don't give a shit. I really don't either. I, I, I've been like watching. I've seen that like pop up in my Hulu recommendations, and I'm like, I should watch it because it's something we should talk about on the show. I don't know, man. I don't give a shit because Batman's not in it. I think. Well, Bruce Wayne's in it. He's just twelve. And yeah, he's yeah. That's Batman why I don't give a shit. shit. Because yeah. it's the same thing. It's, well, it's, it's like that one um, Patton Oswalt joke about like George Lucas, you know, saying like, "Oh, you love Darth Vader." <laughs> well, now you get to see him as a little kid. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. What I need to know about Bruce Wayne as a little kid, I saw in flashbacks of him as a little kid, and I've never questioned. I wonder what Selena Kyle was like when she was 13. <laughs> yeah, you know, or how did the Penguin rise to power? I don't really give a shit. It's for some of that. It's, Most of all of that. Really, it sounds like what they're planning on doing is that they're going to have like multiple red herrings on who the Joker could be, and I guess it's going to be building the, like who is the Joker. Mm-hmm. That's what I've like gleaned from reading a few, um, you know, press releases about the the shit and interviews with the. Yeah, Joker. but the thing is, figuring out who the Joker is doesn't matter until you have fucking Batman. Yeah. So I. So is it just going to be like? Joker is going to show up maybe in what end of season one, season two, or yeah, something. Yeah, but even then, Batman's going to be fucking twelve. Yeah. So, so is Jim Gordon fighting fucking, uh, fighting a teenage Joker? Yeah, and so we're we're I guess we're to presume that like for <coughs> eight years the Joker was just fucking up Gotham, or the, but it could be like you know that this is like the guy who becomes the Joker, and we're looking at like maybe like if the show lasts several seasons by the time Bruce gets into fucking college or something right. and actually... See, that's the show it should be is Bruce yeah. in fucking college doing because ninja shit. Because Smallville had Clark getting his powers as a teenager getting his powers and like actually fighting crime and this it's about Jim Gordon pretty much and I'm like... <sighs> if you want to make a cop drama about Jim Gordon and occasionally throw in the Penguin... You know that I think I think I might support that more, but teasing us with these Batman villains, but no no opportunity to have Batman show up pisses me off. See, but if they made it Smallville with a teenage Batman or a college age Batman doing learning to be Batman, I would be much more happy with that. I, I would like him like have a series where it's him traveling the world and shit like Batman that. Year Zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah before yeah. he was Batman. But the thing is, is like kind of Batman begins as sort of what that TV show should be and they already did Batman Begins so that maybe that's why they're trying to avoid this doesn't matter it's the WB yeah. or, or the CW I mean Fox like, uh, is it Fox yeah it's Fox oh. doesn't matter it's it's whatever show it's you know like okay like Smallville was Superman as a teenager and whatever mm-hmm. that was never in a movie but it was in plenty of fucking comic terrible they comics. did have Superboy you know, TV series like that syndicated one yeah I mean if they made a new show based on a young Superman I'd still watch it yeah. You know, it's a good concept. And But if they made a show about the events going on in Smallville and Metropolis when Superman is six, I'm not going <laughs> to give a shit. Where it's just like Lex Luthor trying to take over a business from his dad or something. Yeah. And Lois Lane in kindergarten. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, so. I, I'm going to give it a try eventually. But, I mean, I tried Arrow and 
I got about halfway through season one and I stopped giving a fuck. Everyone tells me, oh, it gets better. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Mm. I just don't, I can't care about this. I'm, I'm hoping the Flash I can give a fuck about because that looks cool. And I like the Flash better than Green Arrow because looks like Green Arrow is a boring character. Can be. Sorry. I like he's, Green Arrow. Most of the time he's fucking bored. I like Green Arrow when he's with other guys. Yeah, I mean, when he's with the jail, I, I liked his role in like Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Where he was like the the normal guy keeping the supers like grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, but see the Ollie Queen thing. He's trying to be Batman. He's trying too hard to be Batman, and I'm like, it's like you guys really wanted to make a fu- made a, make a fucking Batman thing, but you're making like a low rent ver- Green Arrow into a low rent version of him. Yeah, and granted, you could kind of say that he is because rich guy who decides to become a vigilante by using gimmicks and shit like that and gadgets to fight crime sure yeah but this it's just too fucking grim and gritty and this is kind of the problem that i have with the direction that dc movies seem i always imagine green arrow being kind of shiny and like i i not gritty because he's he's wearing he's dressed like robin hood he's that's the kind of thing that i want i want a more like upbeat more a a josh whedon-y Take on Green Arrow rather than this dark, fucking grim and gritty. Well, that's everything. DC shit. has to be dark, grim, and, and that's gritty. The, that's the thing that I'm worried about. With you know, we saw Man of Steel, and you know, when I, we originally saw Man of Steel, we're like, oh yeah, it's cool, you know, the big fight. And then you think about it, and it's like this movie was fucked. Yeah. And seriously, you know, it, it, I think that the problem is is that Green Lantern mm-hmm. scared because of that bombed, and because they tried to make that more of like. You know, more jokey and shit like that. They cast Ryan Reynolds and, uh, you know, made it more more jokes. That it didn't do well, so they're now going 180 degrees and thinking that, oh, we can't do comedy. Even though Marvel has shown you that can do comedy. you can do it. You can do it You well. can have a superhero with the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> In broad daylight. Yeah. I mean, Winter Soldier, you know, it showed Captain America. Run. Most of that movie took place in the daytime. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, and like in a city that wasn't all covered in grime and grit and dirtiness, and yeah. it wasn't. And all... even though there was shaky cam fighting, you could tell what was going on. And that's the thing that I love about Winter Soldier's action sequences. You can tell what the fuck's happening. Mm-hmm. You can you can follow the flow of the fights, unlike the not the the last, but the, the Quantum of Solace, uh, James Bond movie, which I could never tell what the fuck was going on during the action sequences, like. Okay, who's chasing who? Why do why do you have all the fucking cars look exactly alike? Because I can't tell. Make one of them white and one of them black. Yeah. So I can tell who's the bad guy's car and who's James Bond's car. But it was just shitty editing, blah, blah, blah. And that guy went on to do to ruin World War Z. Thanks a lot, Dick. Yeah, that World War Z was a fun <sighs> We talked about that. We've point. talked about it before. We've bitched plenty of times about that. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted 3, man. Alex Winters was giving some interviews. Yeah, he, he mentioned a little bit how uh, how the script supposedly will have multiple incarnations of Bill and Ted throughout time in it. Really? I didn't hear yeah. about that part. Yeah, I he, know that he was talking, what I, what I was reading is he was talking about how they were going to be in their 40s and they're destined to write this song that changes the world, but they hit their happened. 40s and they haven't ha- it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, what the fuck do we do? And, of course, we lost George Carlin, so Rufus won't be able to make an appearance. I'm hoping that they'll have some kind of, like, homage to him or something like yeah. that. But uh, I, I really want this to happen, man. I want it to happen way more than I want Ghostbusters 3 to happen. Which, that's that's what I wanted to bring up, was that I think this is Ghostbusters 3. 
I you think, mean this is the movie that Ghostbusters three. No, I think that this movie is going to be like Ghostbusters three, where it's just a bunch of talking. It's going to be vaporware, basically. Yep. It very well could happen, man. I mean, apparently both Keanu and Alex Winters are down for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like they've got like a plot. It, I think they just need a screenplay, and I guess they need uh, fun. You know, a lot of money, game. and then a, a com- well, money and a company to put it out. Yeah. Which I, I can't believe they couldn't get I me mean, because shit, man. Bill and Ted, the at the very least, the first one is a classic, and I really love the second. one. I love the second one. It's I I gotta say that like the first one is more timeless. Oh god, yeah. You know, uh, but I, I love the the weird surreal shit. Well, we love the going second on one enough the to have one, yeah. the, it, the ending song be the opening for our podcast. Oh hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. But uh, well, Keanu also said that I think it's I think he just said that he would come back for Speed Three. I I respect that guy. I respect that Keanu Reeves. Dude, I like Keanu man. Now he's a good dude. Yeah. Um I mean he, he gave up all of his Matrix money to, to the special effects team. He basically gave his paycheck to the special effects team and said like you guys are what made this movie, you know? Fuck yeah. Plus, I mean, he he spends a a large amount of his fortune paying for his sister's care. I I I his sister's if, sick or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she, she has some very serious illness, and he's been paying her bills, and they're very close. And he's just, like, a good dude. He's never the guy you hear about, like, smacking paparazzi and shit like that, or, like, going Being to an anti-Semitic and drunk. Stuff, yeah. And he, you know, he tours with his fucking band, you know, and Dogstar or whatever, and... Mm-hmm. He's a good dude, and yeah, he's not the best fucking actor. He can be really good. He can be, depending on what it is. Yeah. But even still, like... I thought he was really good in The Gift, where he played, like, uh, Katie Holmes' like abusive husband or whatever. I thought he was <coughs> really <coughs> underrated in that. And I am... I'm actually more excited to one day watch 47 Ronin than Sin City 2. I would have to say that I'm more excited to see that, too. That's, I can't wait if, for that to if, hit if Netflix. If both of those were on Netflix today, I'd see 47 Ronin. Because, like, when that I saw the trailer for that, and it said Christmas Day, and I'm like, mm. nope, <laughs> but yes, eventually. <laughs> sure. Because he he somehow fights, blocks a dragon's fire with his sword, and he's Keanu Reeves, Magic and Ke- not a samurai ninja. Well, he's like Hawaiian, man. It's sort of close. <laughs> yeah, no. But yes, but <coughs> no. Not for a period piece like that, or whatever ma- mystical period that's set in. You would imagine. It's would not have, like they haven't had Hawaii, like Japanese people play Hawaiian people and Hawaiian people play Japanese people before. Yeah, it happened. But yeah, fuck it. I mean, he's got the martial arts training, you know, yeah. shit like that. And he's a name. <coughs> I mean, he's a bigger name than pretty much any Japanese actor you could throw off the top of your head that's familiar with the West. I can't name this. Name I mean, you, I mean, you could name uh, plenty of people, but Keanu was a bigger name. You yeah. know, fucking everyone loves speed. Yeah. I like Speed a lot. Speed's a good movie, man. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. Say what you will about the Matrix, but no, Matrix was the Matrix One the, was a good the, movie. Ma- the first Matrix movie was an amazing movie, and uh, the it, third the, one was okay. The third one was okay. The second one existed and really only made sense if you played the, the very shitty video game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Enter the Matrix, not Path of Neo. Yeah, Path of Neo was. Decent. I enjoyed Path, Path of Neo. Neo was fun. The Path of Neo is exactly what I wanted Enter the Matrix to be. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed the ending of Path of Neo, how they completely fucking changed that. Yeah, shit around. and they have this weird thing where the Wachowskis come out as like weird Terrence and Philip, 
Yeah, they and look like the Moon Knights from Uncle yeah, Pete. Yeah. And they're saying, like, well, we understand that the ending in the movie isn't appropriate for a video game, so we're going to let you fight, like, a giant fucking, like, devastator Robot, yeah. version of Agent Smith. <laughs> so, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Sure, I would have been fine if that was the ending of the movie. Yeah. I probably would have liked it better. Uh, Fuck. What's your Jack Kirby news? Oh, Jack Kirby and Marvel, they have been embroiled in legal disputes for years. Well, Jack Kirby's estate, Jack Kirby died in okay. 20 years ago. I knew, that, I knew that there were some issues, but I don't really know what the issue... I knew that there were some issues about who Marvel... Between Marvel and Jack Kirby, but I don't really yeah. know exactly. So explain that first. Uh, well... This went down, God, back in the 80s or 70s, I want to say. Long time ago. Uh, this is the reason why Jack Kirby left Marvel, went to DC, created the New Gods and all that shit. Um, there's disputes over creator credit, um, how much Stan Lee had to do with the writing compared to Jack Kirby. There's things going back and forth. I don't know, and everyone knows that Stan Lee's memory is like... It has been terrible ever mm-hmm. since he was in, been involved in comics. That's why uh, the majority of the characters that he creates have alliterative names so he could remember it. Mm-hmm. And but, he's like 90 now. Yeah. So trying to get yeah. him to remember anything that happened back then. Yeah, most of the other people who are around are dead or like Steve Ditko who just won't talk to anyone. Yeah. You know, he'll never do interviews. So Stanley's the only dude who's out there putting out shit, and no one's calling him on his bad memory, and he fully admits that his memory's fucking terrible. So, but anyway, the, going back to there's disputes over the like who created what in the Mar- the old school Marvel universe, and uh, Jack Kirby's estate has been fighting Marvel and now Disney ever since the buyout uh, over rights. Um, Marvel has always argued that... Like, uh, they should own the yeah. rights, or that they just want the credit? Well, they, they want money. the rights and money, um, because Marvel really... Uh, Marvel's claim was is that he was working under a work-for-hire contract, and therefore he never had a deal to give him, you know, uh, creator uh, uh, rights and things like that. So, Kirby's estate has been suing them for a long time, and the case was about ready to go to the Supreme Court. And all of a sudden, Disney and um, the Jack Kirby estate announced that, oh, we've come to a settlement, we're cool, we're dropping this, it's all good. Now, there's no information on how much how much money, anything like that. My theory is, is that Disney did not want this to get to the Supreme Court, even though it, 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 he was under like a work-for-contract hire. You know, there is the possibility that the Supreme Court could, you know, just basically fuck Disney in the ass. Mm-hmm. They would lose... Um, rights to a lot of Marvel characters, which would and yeah, yeah be bad for the Marvel Cinematic Universe or yeah. Marvel everything. Yeah. So what I think happened is Disney decided that let's just throw a shit ton of money and probably like an ongoing payment. I want to know how much they got out of it. That's probably part of the the agreement is that that's going to stay private. Yeah. So I, I have no clue, but I suspect Disney threw a lot of money at the the family of Jack Kirby. And you know what? Good. Yeah. Because that worked for hire shit, man. That was sketchy. The way that you just threw trash behind your couch. No, I didn't. I set it on the back because the dogs would get it if okay. I put it on the table. Um, but it, it was really sketchy, and, and a lot of comic creators, like they spent their uh, you know their last years in poverty. Uh, Joel Siegel and Jerry Schuster was an example where 
they fought uh, with D.C. Their estate fought for a long time. It will actually, before they passed away, I think they finally were able to get like a, a, a good, decent allowance to allow them to spend their last years kind of in comfort. And uh, it, it's, you know, legally, I don't know how that would have gone, but I think this is probably the smart thing. And it, it, not only from a protection of just the Supreme Court going, you know, in a very bad direction for Disney... But it's the good. Th- it's the right thing to do mm-hmm. for this dude who created so many characters, and especially when the company is as big as it is. Yeah, I mean, give the give the estate some money, give them their due. If they were, if Marvel was a much smaller company, I could understand yeah. like well, we should fight it. But and the, the, now yeah. that Marvel is owned by the, like, one of the biggest corporations in the world, yeah. they have the money to be like Jack Kirby's estate. Here you go for the next forty years. Here's money or yeah. whatever the hell well, they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, just give them, you know. A, you know, give them you know ten, fifteen thousand dollars a year. They got it. You know, uh, you know, uh, probably more than that. The, yeah, I, I don't know how much that's worth. I, I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how it's going to be split up, like between the grandkids, whatever. Well, that's blah, the blah, question. Blah. If you were Jack Kirby's estate, if you were like the head of the Jack Kirby estate, mm-hmm. knowing how much Jack Kirby has influenced the current Marvel Marvel universe, and now Disney owns it, and you're pissed, mm-hmm. how much would you want? You yourself. How much do I think that that would be worth? I mean, I we're talking about this is you know this would assuming that Jack Kirby was like my grandpa. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have any clue what that would be worth. To be honest, Jack Kirby did that. Grandpa did that. And yeah, I mean, his he should be able to get a cut of, um, you know, money for the characters that he's created and that's still generating revenue (coughs) for Disney. But shitload of revenue. Yeah, to be honest, I I wish that Jack Kirby was still alive so he could get some of this cash. Yeah, because he's the one who who deserves it. And I mean, I don't know, ten thousand a year. Ten thousand a year. I that's I mean that's not a ton. That's not a ton, but I, I imagine but, Disney Marvel and, makes and more I'd than say ten thousand a year. Split it amongst all the grandkids. Yeah, you know all the surviving fair. So if there's like say five grandkids. Two thousand a year piece. You wouldn't think ten thousand a year per grandkid? No, because it's well. I mean, if it wasn't for Jack Kirby, yeah. you wouldn't have. But they didn't do anything. They, they're inheriting. This is an inheritance, right? 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 Yeah. But I mean, a lot big part of this is again, it wasn't just about we want money. We want money, and we want the rights to the characters. Oh yeah, yeah. That was really the honeypot they were going for. So I, that's why I think Disney decided that we don't want to risk losing the rights to these characters because. There, um, what is the Jack Kirby estate going to do to it besides sell it to the highest bidder, probably? Because you know the Jack Kirby estate can't make Marvel movies or Marvel cartoons. Yeah, I mean they it, would sell it to whatever company would pay the most, or sell it back to Disney for a shitload. But of the thing money. is, is like Marvel owns the rights to a lot of those characters, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean that's the the concern is that they could either say that hey, guess what, you can't, you know, you we're claiming rights on the, the movie rights for Cap from now on, so fuck your uh, Avengers 3. So the only movie series that wouldn't be affected would be Spider-Man with Sony. Uh, yeah, Fantastic that was Dick Four Cohen would, and Stan Lee. Fantastic Four would be affected. Captain America, that was him and... <coughs> who was it? Joe Simon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Hulk wasn't him, was it? Hulk wasn't him... Iron Man wasn't him, or was it? 
I always think of Jack Kirby. I think of Fantastic Four, Captain America. Like old school, like the Avengers. I think was was Kirby. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Thor. Yeah, I think that sounds was, right. Was um, I don't know for. I mean, I don't know one hundred percent for sure. I didn't prep for this, man. <laughs> I should have wikied shit before. Um, yeah, I, I I'm glad that they're getting something. You know, again, I, I wish that as far as credit goes, Marvel does give the Kirby they give a lot credit, of credit, but yeah, it, but not money. No, and that's the thing they they deserve some some green. Yeah. Um, because yeah, they they got <coughs> fucked, and even if it was under a contract, that's man, that's a shitty way to do business. And and the, if just for simple PR reasons, it's worth giving them some money. You know, it's the right thing to do, and it makes them you know look like good guys. And like it quiets they're, they're down the, the the storm that could be approaching when Marvel is Marvel Disney is in its big heyday of putting out everything. Yeah, I mean, because look at their fucking films, man. Their films are making bank, and they have a shitload of car- well, they have. Cartoons. Cartoons. They have uh, Agents of Shield. Toys. They just put TV. out the. They're gonna have the, the Marvel shows. They just put out the Marvel uh, Skylanders looking thing. Marvel. Infinity. Yeah, Marvel uh, uh, Disney Infinity too. Which yeah. I want to play that. Uh, I really kind of do too, but I'm just I'm not like, gonna. I, I buying those fucking figures, dude. I don't want to be. Able, I don't want to have to spend like fifteen bucks on the figures because I'm gonna want to get them all, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna be like, shit. Okay, uh, now I want to go back and get the ones from the first season. Oh shit, I got to get these little blind bag power discs, you know? Yep. Fuck no, no, no. It's just bad. Genius it's bad. is what it is. It's genius, but it's so bad <clears throat> until the market crashes. Yeah. Just like uh, Skylanders, you know, is now. Playing second fiddle to uh, this Disney Infinity thing, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of Skylanders are in clearance now because Disney knocked it out. Because would you rather play with Spyro or any Disney or Marvel character? Any Disney or Marvel character, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I mean, but then this it, is actually gonna... Infinity. I think is now free download for Wii U. Oh yeah, um, because you can use the gamepad of the figures with the gamepad. Oh, so the first Infinity, if you go out and buy some of the figures, <coughs> you can download the game for free. Oh, that's cool. So, so yeah, I mean, they're making the most of their money off the figures yeah. anyway. Yeah, and that's the thing. And the, the Nintendo's doing their their own little figure thing, the Amiibos, where mm-hmm. they have characters that's going to be used in uh, Smash Brothers to make like little bot versions that you can train. They have also said that it's going to be uh, have connecting. Capabilities with Mario Kart 8, which my Mario Kart 8 is fucking cool. They're putting out DLC for that, man. Oh yeah. Uh, this is a first. They're they're having characters that have nothing to do with Mario. Mario. Uh, Link is going to be in it. Um, Isabel from Animal Crossing New Leaf, who's your poodle secretary. Interesting. Um, a few other characters. Smart idea. Carts, new tracks. Um, I like what Nintendo's doing with their DLC. I wish Link rode a horse. That would be so cool. Because why would Link ride a, the, a go-kart? The, the Blue Falcon, uh, like Captain Falcon from F-Zero, his cart, I think, his uh, go-kart? car is going to be a go-kart in, <coughs> oh, that's cool. in some of the DLC. I think there's going to be like three packs or so, and it, it looks very cool. Um, Hyrule Warriors just came out today, and I, I had to tell myself, no, I can't go out and buy the game because I just bought fucking Animal Crossing New Leaf. As part of the Smash Brothers sale for 20 bucks. Was that, was that like a fighting game with Hyrule characters? Yeah, Hyrule Warriors. It's Dynasty Warriors, but with Hyrule characters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's by the people who do, like... But how many Hyrule characters? There's Link. Well, there's Link, there's Zelda, there's Sheik, there's Impa, um, there's, like, the Goron dude. You can play as Ganondorf. You can play as, like, Midna from Twilight Princess. Oh, okay. You can play as the, the Master Sword from Skyward Sword. 
Yeah. Um, there's tons of characters. There's even like a couple original characters. Uh, there's like some girl with a book that does magic or something like that. Oh, okay. They're also doing DLC for that. In fact, Epona is going to be a weapon in like one of the first DLC packs. Really? Yeah, so you can like ride around as Epona and kick the shit out of mobs. Oh, that's kind of cool. I, I'm looking forward to that, man. It looks really good, and people who've been playing it, they've been really jazzed. Nice. Um, so I'm stoked about that, but... One day, maybe. I don't know. I don't play enough video games, really, anymore to justify a Wii U. Yeah. I'm still happy with the, my PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. I gotta say, me. man, the Wii U has, has got a lot of good stuff. If you do decide that, hey, fuck it, I want to get one, go to Nintendo's site and yeah. uh, check out a refurbed unit, like a refurbished ah. unit. I That's how I got my 3DS XL. I fucking love my 3DS XL. Um, it is just beautiful. And I got it refurbed. I mean, it was like brand new. Oh. Nothing wrong with it. Everything oh, it's got to be quality Not tested even when they refurb. Yeah, but I mean, e- they even say you might have like slight scuffs or imperfections. And I've heard that you might have like tiny scratches you can barely see. It's not going to be like a notch out of it. Yeah. But I got it. I mean, I inspected the damn thing. Nothing. Nice. Can't see a goddamn thing. I ended up getting, you can get refurb uh, Wiimote Pluses and Nunchucks for like 20 bucks. Not bad. For, for the two of them as opposed to 60 for new. I got um, a, a set of four uh, along with nunchucks for, um, I mean, practically nothing. Where are they getting these from? Well, they're, they're stuff that's sent back for repairs. And then they take the, like, you know, they if something's, like, broken, whatever, um, they might, if it's under warranty, they'll just send them an, uh, the person a new one. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go, they'll do the repairs, they'll fix it and, and put it back together and, and sell it for, for cheaper. Like, I got my 3DS XL for, like, 135 Oh, nice. So, I mean, it, it's... It, anyone who's interested in anything Nintendo, go to Nintendo's site, look up the shop. It's so worth it. I mean, if you need extra controllers, whatever, man. Refurb is the <laughs> way to go. Um, and, it, again, if... You, I think it has, like, a year warranty if there is anything wrong with it or anything does go wrong for these refurb units. No, that's, that's not bad. Which, if you bought it new, I mean, that's about as long as your warranty is anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's the same warranty as for a new thing, so fuck it, man. Save yourself, like, 50, you know, 60 bucks. Hell yeah. A trailer for a movie that I'm curious about, Big Hero 6, just came out. An actual trailer that shows more than a a bunch of little funny bits. Yeah, this is, uh, this is based on a Marvel comic, but very loosely based. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, a guy with his <coughs> incredible robot yep uh, decides that he needs to put together a team of superheroes to stop this evil kabuki supervillain who's using nanobots or something I'm in I'm in it looks really good it's by Disney Animation Studios the guys who do you know Frozen and Wreck-It Tangled and Wreck-It Ralph um I mean, they they Disney's like non Pixar unit has been doing fantastic. For That's a what I hear that Disney's time. Disney's I mean, doing better than Pixar lately. Uh, what was the last thing Pixar put out? Brave. Was it Brave? Cars Two. Brave wasn't so hot. Cars Two wasn't so hot. Wasn't there anything like Monsters University? I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I heard that was good, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, Up was fantastic. I still haven't seen Up. I hear it's Absolutely depressing. Good. I, the first, like, ten minutes are just like, holy shit, dude. I mean, it, it's an almost, like, no dialogue montage. And it's just like, it hits you, like, in the heart. I'll have to lend that to you on uh, Blu-ray. It's really good. No. Um, yeah, with the exception of, like, Chicken Little, I mean, uh, Nintendo's CG studio, they put Martin out, like... Disney's? 
Walt Disney's. <laughs> you said Nintendo. God, I'm tired. Uh, again, I worked a double last night. No, a Walt Disney's like animation studio. They put out like Meet the Robinsons, Bolt, which are both really good. I hear and Bolt's Tangled. fun. Bolt's really cute. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out from them, and uh, they're they're doing good. N- N- Disney's been on the roll. Hmm. Uh, the only real bad thing I've I've heard out of or seen out of them lately was the Lone Ranger remake. But, I mean, John Carter bombed. That was a good movie. Have you watched that yet? Mm-mm. John Carter's a good fucking movie. It's fun. It's exactly what I hoped it was, and it's just a damn shame that it bombed. But there, it, the marketing was just fucked on that. Plus, the, the guy who directed it, um, Brad Bird. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Brad Bird. Maybe it wasn't. I feel bad if it wasn't. But, anyway... Um, yeah, he, uh, this was his first, he, he came out of Pixar, but this was his first live action feature, and apparently, like, he did a lot of, like, he shot everything twice as much as he should have, uh, and I mean, but it looks really good. It is a fun movie. I really like it. Was that on Netflix? I don't know if it's on Netflix yet. I have a copy I can get you. Okay. But uh, it's it's a fun movie, man. The little, like, hyperspeed dog, like, alien thing that they have is just, is great. It's a lot of fun. I imagine that that movie is what World War Hulk would be if it wasn't about Hulk. Mm, That's I mean, what the trailer it's... led it out to believe, me to believe, that it's about a gladiators on an alien planet. Well, sorry, it's about this guy who was a former, uh, former like, uh, Civil War soldier who uh, is teleported to Mars and becomes embroiled in this uh, battle to... Uh, to save, like, the good Martians who are being, like, wiped out by the evil Martians. The green Martians from the, the white the Martians. White, the pale Martians, the white Martians, or whatever. And, uh... What, it, is that really how it is? Yeah, yeah. It's okay, like, and red, that... it, like, red Martians versus white Martians. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that in, in, uh... The JLA? JLA yeah. is green Martians versus white Martians. Yeah, the white Martians are the, the evil ones. They always are. Yep. Um, but, uh, it's a good movie, man. It, it's worth checking out. Uh, I, I need to pick it up on Blu-ray. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, my last thing I had was uh, you showed me the, the trailer for the Godzilla game that I hope oh, we get. Oh, that PS3 Godzilla <coughs> game, man. It looks so good. Bandai Namco is uh, putting that out. There's a new trailer for it, and it just it looks so good. I love the the, the heaviness of like Godzilla in the trailer. You can see in the gameplay. He's fuck, wrecking the army, wrecking buildings and shit. Wrecking, wrecking Mecha Godzilla and King Ghidoran. And, uh, and yeah, if you... If, the cool thing was is that it looks like there's a it's all in Japanese so we don't really know and you have that Japanese like voice it's like the, yeah like, um, but yeah it looks like they have a Godzilla 2014 skin mm-hmm. in it and then they show at the very end like a clip of Jet Jaguar jumping in so I'm like fuck yeah <coughs> Jet Jaguar baby you throw Jet Jaguar in something I'm immediately I'm in <laughs> Like with the, when the moment I found that Jet Jaguar was in that PlayStation Godzilla game, play PS2 Godzilla game. Yep. Yeah, I rushed mm-hmm. out to the store to buy that game, and I was <laughs> so pumped because it was only twenty bucks when it came out. Yep. So if we're lucky, man, hopefully that'll come to the U.S. I'm, I'm hoping it. Right now, it's just Japan only is all they've said, but we'll see. The movie did good over here. I yeah, mean, it did really good, man. Hey, it they, wouldn't be that hard to. To convert it over, I would imagine. I, I wouldn't think so. Just do fucking subtitles, man. Do subtitles, sell it for like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know? Shit, yeah, I'd go out and buy one day one. I'd pre-order that fucker. I'd almost really like them to uh, English dub it terribly. Have that as an option. Have the original Japanese with subtitles. Mm-hmm. I'm down for both. But yeah, they had the, the, like, the music, <coughs> the, the film score in the trailer. It just yeah, looked really the, the Godzilla good. March. 
It yeah, it looked like a Godzilla movie in video game for the not like the I mean, and I love Destroyer Monsters Melee, but I, you know this looks like a it feels like a Godzilla movie mm-hmm. done as a game. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked about that. So hopefully we can get that over here or get a Japanese PlayStation Three and then play it. Yeah, I wonder like what the region shit is. I wonder if there's some way to like uh, trick your PS3 to play, Japanese and then try to figure out how to read Japanese to be able to figure out which one says start game. Ah, fuck it. You just try enough buttons, and eventually you'll figure it out. Yeah, probably the start button would be my guess. <coughs> probably because like the PlayStation. I mean, it's it's like it's set up so it's like uh, easy to figure out what what it, everything does. You know. Yeah. For mo- for most games. So anyway. Um. That's about all I had for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where can they find you online? They can find me, Mr. Mixiez Pitalik, one, two, three. That's M R M X Y Z P T L K, one, two, three. That's my Xbox Live, my PSN, my Nintendo Network ID, my Twitter, my pretty much everything. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook at Aaron Yost. And you can listen to me on Radio Detroit, which is a podcast, community podcast for uh, Destructoid. Ben, where can they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter at Airport Road, R-O-A-D. I am on Instagram at Mudkip5000, where you can see all my Ninja Turtle pics. Uh, and I'm on this podcast, as well as another one called Dispatches from the Weird. Yep, yep. We recently just, uh, re- we did an interview with uh, Harley Poe. Your again. second interview with Harley yeah, Poe. Yeah, yeah. T- I talked How'd to that guy. Really good. I talked to that guy a lot about action figures. Nice. Yeah, yeah. he's big into, like, action figure, like, custom shit and stuff like he's that. He's really fucking good. Yeah. And his music is awesome, too. Yeah. Very so. cool. He was very kind enough to do our, uh, the cover of, uh, science fiction, mm-hmm. uh, from Rocky Horror Picture Show for our... Terrible uh, Rocky Horror <laughs> or radio, show. radio show. Yeah, I that's the love. only th- good thing to come out of that. No, well, I mean, it, the enthusiasm is there. The talent is not. Yep. But we tried, motherfuckers. We tried. Okay, yeah, I'd like to do Little Shop at some point. I'd love to do Little Shop. Oh, yeah. Maybe downtown, in a little bit more of a comedic tone. You downtown. downtown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I was talking to Rob about actually uh, doing a, a short film. Because uh, eventually I'd like to uh, we, we recently did a, a couple Dragon Bear Or we did a Dragon Bear short film On YouTube.com slash Airport Road The ALS Challenge, man That was a lot of fun Oh god, it was so much fun Because uh, <laughs> we, we created a, For those who don't know We started doing short films Under the name Airport Road And uh, we'd made a character Out of boredom called the Dragon Bear Which is a foam rubber Godzilla head That we made with a cape and he's like a Sasquatch creature in the woods. Yeah. Hence dra- Dungeons of Dragon Bears, and we always reference yeah. a Dragon Bear. Dragon Bear is, is the APR mascot, yes. basically. It's the logo. It's the logo. Uh, so if you go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash airport road, you can see all the the, the Woods movies, because that was the name of the mm-hmm. first one, The Woods. Woods 1, 2, and 3. I made a um, nice playlist of every Dragon Bear yeah. appearance. Uh, the kiddo appreciated that, man, because I just popped it on YouTube, and he loves the Dragon Bear. He was saying he wants to be the Dragon Bear for Halloween, and his mom's like, uh, okay, that's going to be interesting to figure out how to do. <laughs> I can, I can sh- I'll get tell you the tips on how we made the head. Mm. But, um, uh, we, yeah, we recently did one about uh, where the Dragon Bear gets called out for the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a lot of fun. I like that. And we did it a month late, because... <laughs> He doesn't have the internet, so he didn't know he was called out. So even after the whole ice bucket craze is over, that's when we do it. 
because it's it's finally people going into the woods it's to be like true hey. to the character. Yeah. Yeah, that's how the dragon bear would. We respond. almost debated shooting it and releasing it next year. <laughs> Just to be like whatever happened to that. But uh that would have been terrible. Uh but no, we were oh, talking about having talk- wearing a Tony 2012 shirt. <laughs> I was talking to Rob about a just have a random short film or I don't know I don't care what the short film's about mm-hmm. right but in the middle one of the uh, like say if, if it's you me and Rob in a short film about whatever at some point I'm like hey I'm gonna go get a drink does anybody want anything I walk into the kitchen there's fucking Audrey 2 and then it's just Audrey 2 feed me, feed me. and that whole scene <laughs> with <coughs> singing the whole feed me song and then you know, the guy sure looks like plant food to me. And then walk out of the room, this movie continues. Oh, shit. That's gonna happen. Never we- reference that again. Never reference oh. Audrey 2 or killing anyone to feed to Audrey 2. But if it's a movie about us wearing our Mortal Kombat outfits again, that scene has to be in it. It doesn't matter what the movie is. Feed me. And the whole four-minute sequence with... Because, like, I got that... I the got whole the whole song. It has to be the whole fucking song. Yep. And then just oh. cut back to the movie after that. It's gotta happen. So, we have to now build an Audrey 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, thanks for listening to Airport Road, the podcast. Uh, if you, you know, I'm sure you listen on iTunes or one of your droid podcast catching catchers or something like that. Yeah. Weirdochurch.com for anything else related to this and any of our other podcasts, or some articles and so on and so forth. Also, if you like the podcast, man, please share it, spread it around, get us some more listeners, mm-hmm. share the love, um, review, rate us on iTunes, because apparently that helps. Does it? I guess it makes it like more likely that people will stumble across our podcast. Yes, please do. I mean, do just it. Sh- Tell everyone street team shit, man. Oh, yeah, we should make a street team. Yeah, we, we should. We should master social media and figure out how to do that. I am so terrible at social media, I just fucking can't stand, like, doing all that work. I've got to do all that shit for, like, Radio Detroit, and I'm like, I, I'm not good at this. I don't know what to do other than say, hey, the new episode's <laughs> That's episode. pretty much what I do, because I am not talented at social media wizardry. Yeah. Uh, well. But, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll be back at some point with another episode. This one's for you, Morph. <laughs>